Welcome back to Lords of Order, a DC Doctor Fate fan podcast. I am Ed Moore, your host, and this is episode 28. Feedback can be sent to Google Plus and Facebook by way of the Lords of Order pages on both. BigTimeNoise.com slash Dr. Fate is the web address. Email can be sent to the Dr. Fate Fan Podcast at gmail.com. And I don't know how frequently I have said this, but the doctor in that address, the Dr. Fate Fan Podcast, doctor is DR, not spelled out, the abbreviation. Our book today, this episode, is Earth 2, Issue 23, from July 2014. Much closer in time to us than last episode, last issue, Dr. Fate, we spoke of, 1941. So we've moved forward quite a bit. For those of you that are brand new to the show, I talk about Dr. Fate. I alternate between old and new appearances. The old starting from his first chronological appearances, not published appearances. So the first several old books that we talked about, old Golden Age appearances, were in more recent books as they retold his story. Recently we have gotten into his first actual appearances in More Fun Comics. Next issue, we jump back to a retelling of his origin via a more current issue, specifically the DC special issue 29 from 19, I don't know, late 70s, early 80s, I think. I didn't write the year down. I apologize. And in the new, all of the new appearances have been in this Earth 2 book from the New 52, because when I started the podcast, that was where he was currently appearing. So, issue 23 of Earth 2. We open with the Lois Lane in the Red Tornado suit. Reunion with Superman Bizarro. Lois is Lois. She's just in a metal container. Superman, I don't think that that is the real Superman. Although, for all intents and purposes, by all appearances it is, because he has the memories, he has the knowledge that the real Superman should, I don't believe it's him. Now, I can say that because, in all honesty, I have not read ahead in the Earth 2 books for whatever they say. I think they're up to issue 32 or 33 at this point in real time. I have no idea what those books are. I'm reading these as I podcast about them to kind of uh, enjoy what they have to offer in my initial reading and to give you my thoughts when I initially read them rather than playing up on it with other thoughts bouncing around in my head or, or whatever's going on. So we have Cal and Val. Cal is Superman. Val Zod is the uh, Superman of color or the Kryptonian of color, shall we say. And then we have... Uh, on, that's on this uh, on the other side here we have Hot Girl and Red Tornado they were all involved last issue in a little brouhaha um, Red Tornado Lois is trying to call off the Bizarro Superman which she does he, he has uh, Val by the top of the head holding his body kind of suspended because he's unconscious and he lets it go and he uh, 
cow uh, valve falls to the ground. And several things happen here simultaneously. Uh, Lois is talking Superman down from injuring Val. Lois tells Hawk Girl to get Val and go back to the Batcave. Lois, Red Tornado, is talking to Cal Superman, Bizarro Superman, uh, to talk him off the ledge. And now, finally, the parademons have realized that were the uh, brunt of this entire attack, have realized what's going on down on the ground, and that they have uh, targets, and they are firing on the ground. Well, in the midst of Lois trying to direct all this traffic, she gets hit with a couple shots, infuriating Superman, who instantly incinerates a huge portion of the parademons, causing the immediate vicinity to rain parademon bits and pieces and goo on everybody. Lois is trying to talk to Superman, and she's kind of holding her hand out like it's rain, and little parademon bits are bouncing off her hand. Kind of gross, I would think. But as a metal being now, perhaps she's not as put off by being covered in goo as she would have if she was a flesh being. Who knows? Uh, so she's trying to talk to Superman. He, he kind of comes to his senses, and he very menacingly on his face uh, tells her if this is some sort of trick. And then Val jumps up, and he's trying to save her, and Superman's about to attack. But again, Lois talks him down. Again, tells Kendra to take Val and leave which they finally do, um, Superman takes Lois and jets away to parts unknown. Hawkgirl and uh, Val are now uh, massively attacked by the parademons because they're the only two remaining targets. Val still will not kill. He will not do anything to injure other people. He jumps on Hawk Girl to use his body as a shield, but then the attack stops. When they finally look up, they see that they are surrounded by a green shield being promulgated by the now returned from the dead for the second time, Alan Green Lantern. Um, Alan, and his last name is just absolutely escaping me. Let me see. Somebody out there yell me his name. Alan what? Yeah, no, I'm not hearing you. I'm not picking it up. And I don't know. I forget what his last name is. But Green Lantern on this planet. Sorry, guys. I'll move on. And he tells them, you know, Hawk Girl says, well, I thought you were dead. He said, I was. But, you know, it really pissed me off when he says that he sends juice back up through his shield, uh, obliterating all of the parademons that are out there at this point. Finishes the rest of them off. So Hawk Girl, um, Val, and Green Lantern all return to the Batcave, and they're greeted, and everybody exchanged their little stories. You know, they ask, well, what happened to Lois? And they tell them, well, Lois uh, was taken by Superman. So we then cut to Bizarro Superman and Red Tornado Lois as they land in what turns out to be the Kent Farm in Smallville. So he has taken Lois home to meet Ma and Pa Kent. The Kents are quite taken aback by both his appearance and this robot thing. And they do their best not to show it, but the, the artist 
Nicholas Scott does um, an excellent job of showing you that they are surprised slash horrified, maybe, uh, but they're trying to hold it together. And that reminds me, this is written by, or did, no, I already told you guys the creative, didn't I? Yeah, sorry. Cut back to the Bat Cave, uh, and we're again talking in amongst all the groups. Basically, they're trying to figure out what to do next. Uh, as far as getting Lois back before they do anything. Uh, Jimmy tells them that, well, she thought this would happen, and she had me hack some of her sensors so that if he ever got her and took her somewhere, we could see where they were and what was going on. So he flips that on, and then we cut back to the Kent farm. Theoretically, from now on, everything we see at the Kent farm the heroes are seeing in the Batcave. So Lois convinces Ma Kent that it really is her. Superman tells Bedlam to go ahead and unleash the next wave of attacks on the Batcave, which they all hear. So Batman starts planning for uh, evacuation of the cave. Green Lantern doesn't want to go. He wants to fight back because he is being spurned by the Green Uh, the Earth itself, to fight back, and it is time something be done. Rather than uh, running away or biding their time, the Earth wants its avatar, Green Lantern, to do something now. So Green Lantern is not too keen on this, well, let's retreat and do something later. Batman, on the other hand, is very much for fighting another day, he has plans to transport every everyone to Thimsira, which is, I guess that's how you pronounce it, it's the island home, original abode of Wonder Woman, which is where the World Army has relocated because it is magically veiled from uh, detection. So the only way that you see it is if you were there. If you were outside there, whatever radius, you cannot see the island or sense it, or anything. So that is the final refuge of the World Army. Uh, that is where Batman has arranged to take them. He calls for Khan to teleport them. Khan is the leader of the World Army. To help everyone choose to evacuate, he initiates Protocol Azrael there at the Batcave, which is a destruct sequence. Just as he does... The Batcave is attacked by Parademons, Apocalyptian rats, or Apocarap rats, or whatever they call them, and a Warhound. Battle ensues amongst our heroes and the Apocalyptian forces. Ultimately, Red Arrow pays the price as he goes down. The rest are taken away just in time by Sandman, although... Apparently, Green Arrow, with the help of Hawkgirl, I don't believe goes with them, but they do escape the destruction of the Batcave, which does so in a huge mushroom-shaped cloud. And so, there we go. Um, Earth 2, the book, has done a a pretty good job of trying to represent uh, alternate characters. Uh, for instance, in this particular issue, we had the Earth 2 versions of Green Lantern, Batman, Hawk Girl, Red Tornado. Uh, who else we saw? We saw the Red Arrow and Dr. Fate. 
and we saw Sandman Wesley Dodds. And I know there are other characters, but of the heroes. Now, they're not all heroes. They're not all good guys, you know, different things. But those are some of the characters that have been slipped into the story, showing their not only Earth 2 personages, but the new 52 Earth 2 characters. As I said earlier, uh, DC Special Issue 29 will be next up. That'll be a an origin tale or a near origin tale, I suspect, of Dr. Fate. So with that, until then, I bid you adieu. Lords of Order is a Teal production, and as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative, 3.0 unported license.